Ensuring the arts for any given child. Imagine, what would it take for any community to develop a way in which every child can experience the magic of the arts? For most young people, access to arts education during their school years is sporadic and uneven. They may have access during some years and none during other years. When do they participate in arts education? Well, students may have uneven access to content, learning in or through some art forms, and not others. Equity is also a significant issue. Students in some schools have less access to arts education than students in other schools. So what can be done for every child? The Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts in Washington, D.C. has developed a program model called Any Given Child to assist communities in developing a plan for expanded arts education in their schools, ensuring access and equity for all students in grades K through 8. The Kennedy Center brings to this initiative business leaders and arts managers across the country. As of 2019, this is pre-COVID numbers, there were 27 Any Given Child communities across the United States, including the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico. One of those 27 communities is right here in the Lehigh Valley, Bethlehem, PA. Good evening and welcome to Lehigh Valley Art Salon. I'm your host, Sheila White. Joining me in the studios are two leaders who have been instrumental in bringing the Any Given Child program to Bethlehem. Dr. Jack Silva, Assistant Superintendent of the Bethlehem Area School District. Thank you for the invitation, Sheila. And Lisa Jordan of Touchstone Theater, who is the general manager and an ensemble member. And the Touchstone Theater is a professional not-for-profit theater dedicated to the creation of original work. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks, Sheila. So to start off this conversation, I want to start with Dr. Silva. Can you please share a very brief history about how this program came to Bethlehem? This program came out of the longstanding relationships that the Bethlehem Area School District has had with the uh, local arts community. We're blessed that there are many arts venues in Bethlehem. But uh, in 2016, Andy Cassano, who was the chief executive officer over at Zollner Art Center and a good partner of the school district, asked if uh, we would consider uh, applying to the Any Given Child program uh, with the Kennedy Center. And uh, admittedly, I didn't know what that was at the time. But as we did the research, we found that it was a, a way of reducing competition and increasing cooperation among community arts venues and the school district so that we could bring arts programming to any given child in the school district. So we investigated the application. We convened a committee group of arts community arts leaders from Bethlehem, and we uh, set a vision, made application, and in 2017, we were fortunate enough to be selected by the Kennedy Center to be the 24th Any Given Child City. Now, going back to the, um, the From Bethlehem, I understand in part of the application process, there has to be an agreement not just between the arts organizations and the school district, yes. but also other entities. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, Any Given Child requires three governing partners. Obviously, the school district, because it's in service to the K-8 to students in the local school district. So the district is a community partner or a governing partner. The city itself. So at the time, Mayor Donchez had to sign off as part of the partnership. And then a lead arts partner from the community arts world. And at that time, it was Zollner and still is. Mm -hmm. So the three of us, the three governing partners, would be the ones that would officially make the application. 
But once we were accepted, uh, we're sort of responsible for convening the rest of us mm -hmm. and setting the goals and, and monitoring the progress and, ex and executing the goals of the Any Given Child program. Mm -hmm. And in part of that application process, there was also site visits from the program directors at the Kennedy Center. They came to Bethlehem. And what was some of their criteria beyond the, is everybody playing in the sandbox well? Is, you know, so what are the other things that they were looking at that made Bethlehem a choice for their program? Well, the program is very data informed. So we had to do a lot of data collection, a lot of research on our own school district and the attitudes of our students, teachers, principals, and parents towards arts education. So going through that deliberate data analysis, Lisa probably remembers that, identifying where the strengths and needs of, of your relationship with the arts community were was a rigorous part of the application. But then they actually, the Kennedy Center, sent two of their employees to work with the steering committee through that process. And then eventually, when we were finished, they w went through Bethlehem, looked at it. I guess they were checking up to make sure that our application was true and that we had all <laughs> the things that we said we had. And so after their visitations and their, their evaluation of our application, that's when the selection took place. And that says a lot about the uh, quality of the arts in the Bethlehem area as well. And Lisa, Touchstone's been around for a bit of time, maybe 40 years? <laughs> 40, you got it. I did. I researched a little. Anyway, but um, Touchstone has also done a lot of programs for the schools in the Lehigh Valley for many years. And the big flagship programs are the Young Playwrights Lab. Mm -hmm. And also you do residencies in some mm -hmm. schools beyond the Playwrights Lab. But what does the Any Given Child program mean for you in addition to what you already do or in, in expanding what you do? Sure. So, yeah, as you said, arts education is a, a big part of our mission, and we've been doing that for four decades now and partnering with BASD for many, many years. And so I think for us, it just it helps support the mission that already exists and the partnerships that already exist and then strengthens it because we're working with such a, a diverse group of community members, other arts organizations, the Bethlehem Area School District, funders, higher ed institutions, lots of people all minded towards the same goal, which is executing any given child and supporting the youngest voices in our community. So we're really proud to be part of that. Yeah. And I think it also says a lot about the, the quality of the program that working in the schools is not a new venture. And the schools are not another venue. They are actually a different way of engaging where you don't just come in and perform like an assembly. Exactly. You actually have learning outcomes in mind that, are, uh, that align with the curriculum by grade level, et cetera. Yes, yes. So what does that look like then from an arts organization's activities? Do you, you know, tell us a little bit about how that works, if, if you can wrap your head around it. Sure. So pre-pandemic, we had a couple trial residencies that were then, I'm not sure if any of them were actually completed. I know Touchstones was cut short in the middle, but, but essentially we went in and worked on a new curriculum specifically for that classroom, that age group with that teacher, created that, and then went into the schools and were, were starting to offer that programming. That was, you know, cut short, but we'll, that will be the same approach as we, we come into it in, um, sooner, yeah. sooner than later, maybe, hopefully. Well, yeah, I mean, everything is still kind of gently going back mm -hmm. into on-site 
presentation. I mean, mm-hmm. there, there are still things to consider with how the classrooms are coming back together. I mean, the beginning of the school year is a little bit better than last year, but it's still returning, you know, so it's not like, okay, just like 2019, let's go. You know, there, there still is a little bit of care because things are different. Yes. Yeah. So, but I want to go back a little bit because Lisa, you were talking about doing a lesson in the classroom designed specifically for that classroom. That means that, and I'm asking this kind of in a question way, <laughs> that means the artists are going to the school during the school day? Yes, that's correct. So we do a lot of the program you mentioned earlier, Young Playwrights Lab, is an after school program, but Any Given Child is a during the day program. For you. For us and for all of the um, Any Given Child activities. Okay. So I'm going to turn it back to Jack because there are other Any Given Child activities that can Mm -hmm. be also co-curricular and extracurricular. So if you can break apart that educational language between curricular, co-curricular, and extracurricular. I'll I'll try. Good luck. (laughs) Um, Lisa's correct. During the school day, Any Given Child applies to really two goals or three goals of our vision statement for any given child, and that is we want our students to be out in the community, in community arts venues as part of the school day. We like teaching artists pushing into our schools and into our classrooms during the school day. And ultimately, we like to have uh, a system of professional development for our teachers so that they can infuse the arts into their teaching strategies and uh, their work with students during the school day. Now, there obviously are interactions with students beyond the school day. That's what any given child's for. But for instance, in Touchstone Theater's case, They've been a pillar of our after-school program for the longest time, and they're certainly welcome to continue that, as are other organizations in our community and beyond our community. But any given child, Bethlehem is sort of specific in the terms of it works with the Bethlehem Area School District and the 9,000 students from kindergarten to ninth grade or eighth grade. Eighth grade. And also with the extracurricular, I know that just a few days ago, an example of an extracurricular activity was at the high school level where there were a few pipers from Mm -hmm. the Grenadier Band of Liberty High School performing at the State Theater with the two piano guys. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is also relationships sustaining the opportunities for student participation as artists as Mm -hmm. well. It helps coordinate, like for instance, the State Theater is in Easton, wonderful place, wonderful theater. So to be able to have them support the Bethlehem Area School District, we direct them more to the areas that are not necessarily in any given child programming because of the distance from Easton to Bethlehem. So working with our high school, uh, you're right, they just were with the piano guys yesterday at the, at the Liberty High School Grenadier Band performing in a state theater. That helps enrich all of the arts in the Bethlehem Area School District, but not uh, necessarily during the school day. Uh, We have other community partners like Touchstone Theater that connects during and after school, and every contribution is valued. That sounds like a wonderful opportunity. (laughs) Listeners, this is Lehigh Valley Art Salon. I am joined in the studio with Lisa Jordan of Touchstone Theater and Dr. Jack Silva of the Bethlehem Mary School District. We'll be back after the break to talk more about the Any Given Child Bethlehem. Do stay tuned. Thank you to the members of WDIY for making all of our programming possible. Becoming a member is the best way to support your listening and to ensure we'll be here for the next person in our community to discover. The many choices and real voices you hear every day would not be here without your support. Make your membership gift today by calling 610-694-8100 or at WDIY.org. 
If you are a Golden Age folky and love the music of Woody Guthrie, Bob Dylan, Judy Collins, Joan Baez, and the Kingston Trio, WDIY is the place to be on Monday nights. From 7 to 9 p.m. on Folk Classics, all of that great music from the late 1940s to the late 60s will fill the airwaves, and we will welcome your ideas about the artists and songs you'd like to hear. Folk Classics, Mondays from 7 to 9 p.m. right here on WDIY. Welcome back to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon. I'm your host, Sheila White. In the studio with me is Lisa Jordan from Touchstone Theater and Dr. Jack Silva, Assistant Superintendent of Bethlehem Area School District. And we are having a wonderful conversation about the rebirth of the Any Given Child Bethlehem program, or as Jack (laughs) likes to say, Any Given Child Bethlehem 2.0. And basically that means that it was just getting started before the uh, pandemic hit. So as we're coming back to the opportunities to engage in our schools and in our community with our students, it's an opportunity to put some new energy behind it and to really solidify the partnerships and the layout for this wonderful program for Bethlehem. My next question, I wanted to go to Lisa again for the artists in the planning. Are artists typically trained in how to imagine this kind of work with teachers in terms of building this? Or is this more of an organic process that comes from just thinking differently in addition to their artistic discipline? That's an interesting question. I don't know that it's it's either or. You know what I mean? I don't know that it's, you know, exclusive. I think that certainly, you know, I'm speaking from a theater. Theater artists are great collaborators. And so there's definitely a collaborative approach to creating an arts residency. And so I know that our teaching artists would go in and collaborate with the teacher as much or as little as they're interested in. And they would come to the table with some great ideas to share and be able to execute on their own if they if they needed. Do the artists learn a little bit about some of the other educational objectives that the school has, such as, you know, reading comprehension or self-discipline, self-control, or even emotional uh, social learning type of thing? So do the teaching artists also learn these things in tandem with with what the classroom teachers are trying to achieve? Yes. So one of the things that we do in a lot of the programs is look at what goals the school has. There's been some, like the seven habits of, I forget it was healthy or... Highly effective. Highly effective, thank you, uh, students. And so... Excuse me, and that's the Leader in Me program from Stephen Mm -hmm. Covey? Yes, the Leader in Me. So we've connected into to that for schools that that have that program. We'll also connect into curriculum. It just kind of, again, we're very collaborative. So figuring out how to you know, use what's there mm-hmm. and then build upon it. I saw some of those lessons myself. Uh, when we were coming back from the pandemic, there was a while where we were partially in person and, and partially online, and then we came back fully. And I remember seeing some of the touchstone artists working with students in the classroom was at Dunnigan Elementary School, where they were basically, you know, learning how to express their feelings in mm. a circle, in a creative way, in the way the artist made it into almost a collaborative development of a story. And some students, you know, took a pass in the circle and said, I'm not ready for that. But then others practiced what the actor had shown as how to express things and, and shared. So that was a perfect example of what Lisa was talking about, how it aligned to what the needs of the teacher and the school were at that time. Can you tell me what grade level that was? Do you recall? 
I would they were young kids. Yeah. I'd say they were maybe first, second grade. Yeah, and that's at the age where we're still telling it, use your words, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> really to try to communicate what's going on in your brain so I can either help you or direct you. Mm-hmm. And using the arts in all of these different capacities empowers a child to be understood. You know, it's like, oh, you get me now because I can do it this way. Absolutely. And it's really great to hear that, you know, in a theater discipline, it's a yes and, and then what's next, Mm -hmm. right? But how do you think that other arts disciplines can also bring it? I mean, there's a general process to this. Mm -hmm. So can you give the listeners just an idea of what other ways that, you know, this engagement happens in this program? Sure. I mean, I can speak from a, a guesstimating place as far as like music or visual art I mean those are also can be solo or collaborative uh, mediums Mm -hmm. and so I imagine that a visual artist comes in and has a project in mind and all the students get to make it and share it with one another and and partner and swap ideas and you know just have fun with their solo piece as well as enjoying what the other student, their fellow students are doing. And I've seen other any given partners do that, whether it's in the visual arts, the theater arts, like what Lisa does, even sometimes in the digital arts where mm-hmm. students are a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, uh, the value add of a teaching artist coming into a classroom isn't just, well, the students experience seeing an artist, although that's nice. Uh, it's a value add to what the objectives of the classroom are or the goals of the school district are at that time. How does this program then support the music teachers or the art teachers in the classroom? Is there a way that they also collaborate with the the Um, teaching artists that come in and the general classroom teachers? I could give a couple of examples from some Any Given Child partners. Uh, Zollner Art Center always has uh, student shows. Uh, Many times the the same performer who will be performing in the evening for the paying customers at Zollner will have a student show uh, for students beforehand. And that's always a call from, it used to be Andy, now it's Mark, to the school district and say, how can we arrange for having that experience? So we head down there. Sometimes during the school day, we get a call, uh, and it's from uh, ArtsQuest, which may have a performer in the Music Fest Cafe that evening. And part of their contract with them is to do some some service to the community. So it, a few years ago, it was I think it was the first, we got really lucky the first year of Any Given Child, Black Violin, which is a pretty mm-hmm. big name, mm-hmm. was playing at the Music Fest Cafe. And they were available to go to Brockle Middle School, and they did a master class. The band director at Brockle said, all right, get the kids downstairs right away. We have a special <laughs> thing going on today. And they taught it. And that's an, that's an experience that you could never have in a school without the community arts partnership or the coordination and the relationships that you have with the people there. Mm-hmm. So when the students are having this opportunity, it also gives them a relationship with the venue. Mm-hmm. and they feel welcome. It's like, oh, I've been there before. I know. Hey, Mom and Dad, we're going to go back to yeah. the, the are Steel we going, Stags. Are yeah. we going to Zollner Arts Center again? Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> right. So what, there are so many wonderful things about that, but let's talk about some of the boundaries on this because, you know, I, I can imagine listeners in areas outside or any of the other 16 school districts in the Lehigh Valley are wondering, why does Bethlehem get everything, you know? And, and I mean, Bethlehem Area School District, I'm a proud parent of two alumni of this of this uh, wonderful district. It's a really robust arts program. We've got great marching bands, great musical theater, 
awesome opportunities for the kids that are also ambassadors for the school district. And I'm thinking about the high school level, you know, especially Christmas time, they're singing everywhere. But what about the other school districts? You know, they're going to have Bethlehem Envy. Well, the design. <laughs> the des- well, they're going to have to get over it. No, no, but uh, any given child is, if you remember, I said it has a partnership between the arts community and the school district, but also. Uh, the city itself. Mm. So arts development is a good economic development strategy as well. It's a good community infrastructure building type of arrangement. So any given child, Bethlehem is Bethlehem City is a partner, Bethlehem School District of which is, you know, arranges these partnerships. That's why the structure really focuses more on the school district and the school day. Now, there's residual benefits of that for the arts community beyond, like you were talking about with uh, the State Theater's partnership with Liberty High School. But the actual program of Any Given Child is really dedicated to help in the development of a school district and a city around its arts community. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about the Bethlehem infrastructure that helps organize all of this. And there's been some new developments inside the administration for the school district that are helping that. And you have a new assistant Mm -hmm. curriculum. A supervisor of the arts. Yes, thank you. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Well, the arts partnerships and any given child and everything that we do uh, in Bethlehem requires a lot of management, obviously. And that level of coordination really needs to um, uh, be a priority. So this year we hired Dr. Joseph Anthes. Joe uh, was already a principal in our school district. He was principal of uh, William Penn Elementary, so he knows elementary students. And prior to that, he was the uh, middle school principal at Brockle Community School, so he knows middle school students. Mm -hmm. And he has also worked in a community. uh, Both William Penn and Brockle are community schools. So he knows relationships with community partners like Moravian and Lehigh and all all the folks we're talking about now. And he's a wonderful organizer and a good leader. So when we thought, well, who would be really good to uh, be able to uh, add his expertise and support and coordination to all the things we've been talking about today, Joe was just a natural pick. So when we had our 2.0 reboot with all the uh, Any Given Child community partners, introducing Joe was a real pleasure. Yeah. We also have an understanding because of the collaborative effort that already existed in the Bethlehem art scene. There's been wonderful collaborations between arts organizations. I'm thinking of Touchdown with the Bach Choir of Bethlehem, um, with lots of the dance groups uh, as well. There's just a natural community spirit amongst artists that live here in the community. And what I observe as a community member of programs like this and just of the general energy of Bethlehem is that there's a collaborative spirit that goes all the way back to Music Fest (laughs) of the days of yore. But it really is of people who live here. And it's part of a cultural signature. And I mean, just wanted to add, ask you, to do you agree with that? I mean, is there anything you can add to that? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I felt it at our, our reboot meeting. And it definitely among the arts organizations, but also really everybody there that was representing different, you know, funding sources or education partners. But certainly, you know, we're a very collaborative theater. So we partner with a number of arts orgs and never been turned away. And it's I think it's our nature. And we I think you're right that the culture of 
all ships rise together is very evident. It's a rising tide lifts all boats. <laughs> yes. The quote from our President Kennedy. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's not like we're starting from nowhere. I mean, oh, yeah. the Bach Choir, Bach the School has been in the Bethlehem Area School District for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, kids have been seeing the Nutcracker at Christmas time, you know. <laughs> 50 years. Yeah, even yeah. I think I did. Uh, but yeah. those connections in the community already existed to the point where I think Bethlehem was a logical pick for any given child because of that relationship. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're running up to the end of our program. And if listeners want to know anything more about the Any Given Child program as it comes from the Kennedy Center, Jack, do you have any um, advice for people to look further into this program? I would go to the Kennedy Center website, uh, the Any Given Child website section of their website. But we're working right now, Dr. Anthes and I are working with uh, Any Given Child to develop our own website, our Mm. calendar, and sort of branding ourselves. I mean, we have a logo, we have a couple signs, but nothing, (laughs) you know, as high tech as it could be. Uh, So we'll be looking to develop those pieces as well. And it's also something that is going to be open for community support as Mm -hmm. well. Because any given child, like any fabulous thing, it needs a little bit of resource development behind it, yeah? Yeah, We just had a very nice donation from Just Born Incorporated, which is, that's our neighbor right down the street. And PPL has been very supportive and Lehigh University, Moravian, a lot of in-kind type of support. So, yeah, we um, we have the ability with our resor- with our organization to target those resources, to receive those resources and really give uh, a good value for those contributions, knowing that they're going to have a direct effect on kids. Thank you, Dr. Sova. Thank you, Lisa Jordan, for joining us. This is an incredible opportunity for Bethlehem and for the Lehigh Valley to see a model of this kind of excellence that is one of 27 communities around the country to be given this opportunity for the collaboration and for the advancement for the students. And this is another reason why Bethlehem is always listed on one of the greatest places to live. So there's a lot that goes into it. These mysterious things are not done by good fairies. There's hard work. (laughs) And I just want to thank you both for the time to just give your story about the Any Given Child program. And for listeners, please stay tuned to what's happening in our schools and in our communities all around the listening area. This arts are really there to help our kids and to help our community. This is Lehigh Valley Art Salon. My name is Sheila White. Thanks so much.